being too hand touch, eating way too much, watching my team win with the twins. Ah! That was me. What's up? He's saying what's up. Nah, I'm only here when I need to be. Uh, wait. Um, quote from <laughs> quote from Fates. I come in. He has nine cookies on the plate. I was like, can I have one? He's like, no. He's like, I don't know. I just ate. I just nervous ate nine cookies. I'm really nervous for this podcast because we told him that he was gonna be on. Lenny, Lenny. so I came home and I was looking at my phone and I was like, how the hell do I have negative points in the middle of the second half? But I'm feeling... When they have 14 points on the board. Yeah, right? But, I mean, now he has three and a half and all they're going to do is run it for the entire fourth quarter. So feeling a little better. I mean, it's not going to be good. Let's be honest. It's not. No. Unless he gets me in, so it's not going to be good. Yeah. Um, All right, but, so, two weeks in... uh, I have a I have one of the week two recaps, but it's a really abbreviated version because uh, it's the first one. So uh, all right, we got a re- recap of week two. Let's get the ball rolling under the sea where the known by many named Fire Lionfish got the familiar with the letter L as the p- private pizza cook called upon his fellow brethren as the Patriots D's marched upon the troops for victory. <laughs> that one was a tongue twister. <laughs> In what everyone knew would be anything but a good matchup, six foot three Peter Pan took on the walking omelet himself down to Netherland and a 45 point spanking. In a battle of goose eggs, the couch sitting, dip spitting, poo shitting, booger picking, boner flicking guys rubbed one out on the titties of some unexpected bis- baked goods. That was tough. <laughs> The fan favorite play-calling librarians had a soft-spoken matchup against the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and per usual, some questionable actions from the Catholic characters led to an undefeated hunk of meat. Lastly, the two-time knocked-up need need felines roamed the streets of Gary, Indiana, just to spit on some rambling men continuing their undefeated run. Go Cats! I mean, that was not about fantasy football. There was a... There's was uh, some fantasy stuff in there. Alright, that's great. Thanks for that. What was the second one about Peter Pan? And who was in there? <laughs> in the match. Peter Pan? <laughs> he said something about Peter Pan that had nothing to do with football. Six foot three Peter Pan is Jeff. And the walking omelet is fa- our, uh, Shield. I mean. <laughs> he didn't explain either of those. No one would have known. Yeah, people get this. Alright, well. That was a better recap than I was going to give. I was just going to talk about how teams, um, a lot of injuries going on so far. Yeah, and I love... And maybe not directly with our players, but it's going to cause a lot of, I think, downgrades for our players on 
mainly thinking of the Saints and the Steelers, but, you know, there's some other ones in there as well. So I had to switch my rankings up quite a bit based on those. Well, and because the Saints is just – the Saints-Steelers, Lev Bell, who knows, but are the uh, Jets, who knows, but, like, the teams that got major injuries all have, like, huge players on them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you got – I mean, the, the team that comes to mind right away is Diesel with Kamara and Michael Thomas. Like, yeah. Obviously, they're good players. Obviously, you're not benching them, but that just cannot be good for them. Yeah, not great. Not a great start. I know projections don't really matter, but if you like look, if you at the beginning of the week look at everybody's teams, it's always like a hundred, a hundred and ten zone. There's never like, except for Shield, who sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's usually decently close. Yeah. Like low, low hundreds to mid one tens. So we're doing great, guys. We're doing really good. Yeah. I mean, the bye weeks haven't hit yet. That's gonna have a little bit of an impact, but yeah. For okay. No, yeah. Um, so, I've been talking. Um, the last year we did waivers that started on Wednesday, so you couldn't pe- pick people up Tuesday. And I felt like it was just like way more dramatic. Like, and you had less now because they hit every single day. It's like less of a dramatic and like bidding war. You just check if someone got picked up Tuesday. If they didn't, you wait till Wednesday. So I'm proposing getting some... It runs every day. What? It runs every day, doesn't it? It does, but last year it didn't run on Tuesday. You can't pick people up on Monday because there's still games left. So Wednesday was a crazy day. Like, you'd wake up and look at your waivers, and that's when everyone made moves. But now since it's Tuesday and Wednesday and, like, Thursday pretty much, all before the start of the games, I feel like it's, like, partial waivers. I mean, why would... I'm treating Tuesday as like the big waivers day. Is that not a thing? It, I guess it is, but it's like when I sit, I would put in a waiver on like Tuesday, and then news would come out, and I'd be like, "Oh shoot, should I bid more? Should I bid less? Should I take this guy?" There's just more time to like adjust and sink in. So like when Wednesday hit, I had probably bid on more people or bid more or less than I would have. It just seems like Tuesday is such an unnecessary waiver day one. We don't have anything to do anyway that day. Like, there's no reason to. And by having it Wednesday, it only gives you two days to prepare for Thursday. Okay, I mean, I I really don't care (laughs) either way. So, why don't you just put it up as a vote on Facebook or text, group text or whatever. And let's just vote on it because it really doesn't matter to me as long as everyone knows. What day it is. Yeah. Perfect. As long as we're speaking of rules, um, I have one that I'm going to throw out there. So um, this is how it works. So whoever scores the least amount of points in the league the week before, Shield, both weeks, Needleheads, will um, sit there and have to watch every single game. No red zone, actually have to watch every single game. And 
And if there is a pass interference down the field penalty and I have the wide receiver, I want those points. I'm sick of getting these 30-yard passes, pass interference, and not getting any points. So then he will manually add it up, text it to JD, and then we'll add the points for the quarterback and wide receiver. We'll take it to a vote. Thanks for having me. Just imagine trying to watch a game with him when he has a fantasy player. He's like, mark those, mark those. I'm not getting the points. I mean, that's just a wild out-of-the-gate rule ad from the producer. <laughs> yeah, they're coming hot with that is why. He also <laughs> ate a full medium fry and a full small fry because he got really nervous, too. Drew, <laughs> are you still nervous? No, I have are a new good? segment. I have a new segment. He's sweating a lot. <laughs> All right, just calm your nerves. Everything's going to be fine. You're doing great. Although, that was a wild rule. All right, anything else or should we just go? No, we're ready. Yeah, yeah, shield. Uh, We're gonna go ahead and say shield. The lowly, yeah, the lowly weed head. So I'll let you guys go first. Um, hold on. That's it. I'm using my computer for too many things right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna say the same thing I did last. Year. First of all, Travis Kelsey. I I don't know if there's probably a disagreement between a lot of people, but picking a tight end, I don't care how good he is with your first pick of the draft is just absurd to me. Absurd. And then Seven Diggs has not done anything. Oh, also, I offered a trade for Seven Diggs that is an instant regret that he didn't take because he sucks. He's not good. So did you offer him? I think, well, it's not looking great now, but Lenny, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a running back. Yeah, he should have taken that in a heartbeat. Oh, that's all I got. I mean, he is hurting for running back big time, and I think it's pretty obvious. And if I'm repeating anything I said last week, I'm sorry, but I do not remember most of last week's podcast. Yeah, that was rough. So that was rough, but... um, The fucking Cardinals. God damn it. Yeah, wow. 4-4, Cubs just tied it up in the bottom of the ninth. last time but I feel really guilty that he has to fly all the way here again until he schedules an elk he's gonna hey let's say this now no scheduling an elk point like appointment for next year's draft you know when it is Can we add, obviously not this year, but we should add an amendment to that Constitution. If you go 0 and, what is it, 10, there should be something well, worse. Think, Everyone doubles eggs. Okay. I don't know if that, well, maybe we'll have, I don't want to jump to that right now. We can talk about it, but, I mean, that is a pretty big hole to climb out of, and he hasn't even had an injury or, like, an excuse like that. 
Yeah. It's just been rough. It was a perfectly healthy team. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that, I mean, that's enough. Mike, good luck to you. Uh, hopefully you can find some some type of running back. And let's move on to number nine, and that's Hill. And I'm going to start on this one because I played against the team last week, and his team is good. Like, he, he got unlucky with uh, Alshon getting hurt in the first quarter, scoring zero, but literally he could have beat me. Wait. Um, yeah, I'm actually looking. Go ahead, sorry. I just think nine is a little low for his team. I mean, I was like thinking the flex Calvin Ridley is like, man, eh, but like, he had a great game and he's all over the field. And I mean, everyone else on the team. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Now that we get Carson Wentz, money, Le'Veon, money, Amari Cooper, money, Darren Waller's good, Aaron Jones is good. Yeah, I feel like they're going to climb up the rankings. I know, they should. And, I mean, I couldn't really find where to slide them up. I have them at eight. And it probably should be a little higher. But, yeah, I mean, when I was playing him, I was like, everyone says he's always nine. And it's hard for me to see. And maybe that's just because our league is getting better, but yeah, I, I think the team's good. He's going to win some games. Hey, sure. That's all. Yeah, I'm trying to find this tab. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's squeaky part. It's an elk. <laughs> it's an elk. <laughs> From greatness, the producer, the, the many named lionfish. Are you are you any sort of worried about getting high? Very. I don't. I think Mike Evans, me taking him over Keenan Allen, big mistake. Oh my god! Drafting a white receiver and a white tight end and having a white quarterback, big mistake. Two white guy rule for me going forward. I look for me to bench one of them. I will only have one. I will have two white guy max on the team going forward. We've spoke with the GM, and we're looking to remove white guys as quickly as possible. If anyone has a nice black guy, they're going to trade. Black tight end, black wide receiver, black quarterback, any of them, shoot them my way. I like them black. I mean, I see someone on the bench that fits that description rather well. Jared Goff, he's also white. Can't play Jared Um, it kind of sucks that James Conner is not good. Actually, like thought so James, thought that James was James Conner. Uh, big Ben injury downgrade, banged up knee downgrade. Half white. Looking at, looks looks half, <laughs> looking at him now, half white, <laughs> real light skinned. Might might be on the white side. <laughs> Jared Cook is really, really black, though, so you might be yeah, able to start him. And That's true. <laughs> yeah, he's got a couple backups thrown to him now. And I don't think you – maybe you missed one of the chains on Django or something, but he is for sure still chained up real good. He is indeed slacked. So actually, one of the things I forgot about Django is that he doesn't have Kevin Coleman anymore. So that helps. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, but they got Ito. Yeah, but Ito's not Kevin. <laughs> I was joking. Alright. Um, 
up in the lionfish. Obviously, a lot of nerves over there, a lot of sweat. Mm. Never seen so much sweat. He, he wore a sweatband to this. <laughs> you gotta get just a lot of sweatband, a lot of towels for Sundays. It's gonna be a tough one, maybe. Alright, the next one. Seven and six are pretty close um, in the rankings, but seven is Diesel. And this was, I mean, let's just start off with what I already said. Big downgrade from the Drupal's injury, so that hurts. And it looks like Derrick Henry's having a rough game in Jacksonville right now, so that's also going to hurt for this week against Rico. I also think I tried trading AB for Joe Mixon. It might it not, might not have been AB. It might have been Lenny. It, I think it was AB though for Joe Mixon, which now he does not look good. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he's a little banged up, and their team just isn't that good, which hurts running back, <laughs> yeah, obviously. But yeah, I mean. The starting lineup is fine. I think Watkins is going to be totally fine. I know he had a down game last game, but the rest of the offense went crazy. So I think he'll be good. Um, Emmanuel Sanders actually looked really good against the Bears. So there's some hope there, but I don't know. I think this is a good spot for the team. This would be breeze downgrade. And with the bench, probably lacking if Mason can't play. Do you have rankings from last week up in front of you? I think it was he like number one. No, I, I think he was five. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he went down two spots, but him and the next one are basically tied. So I don't know anything else on him. No, who's the next one? Next one B. Whoa. Ah. Um, the fan favorite. Yeah, Beef two and zero. Okay, so he would be seven. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, Diesel would probably be slightly ahead of him. Um, what are my thoughts? Uh, and obviously, Patty Mahomes, Todd Gurley is. Do you think they're going to continue this like uh, half thing with Todd? Oh wait, I rank this team nine. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Yeah, and it's not because like oh everyone shit on B like. This team's actually concerning for me, so Mahomes good. But after that, you got the girly, what you're getting at with the splitting the carries and limiting his workload. But I think they're really worried about him healthy down the stretch in the playoffs. I don't think they really are concerned of giving him 20 carries and having him run for 200 yards a game and all that. So I think they're going to keep doing what they're doing. I mean, they're undefeated, and like I said, they just care about him down the stretch. So that's a concern. Devin Singletary's injured, so that's a concern. Yeah. Um, Juju, here's another downgrade back at quarterback. He's going to probably get peppered with a lot of targets, but I don't know how deep down the field they're going to be, and I don't know how Much you know many sure. possessions they're going to have. Yeah. Well, uh, like, keep going on with Josh Gordon. So now you got Antonio Brown there. That's just less ball he's going to get. Um, Marquise Brown, I think, is going to be a boomer bust week to week. Um, I think Mark Andrews is really good, though. But that's a lot of concern for a starting lineup, in my opinion. I feel like he does this every week and every year, where, like, 
he sees one player go off for like 25 points one week and then spends a bunch of money on them, gets yeah. them, and then they're they're just like, they're not good. They just had one good week. And that's literally what this team is. DJ Chark, John Ross, Marquise Brown. I guess all of his like wide receiver would-bes are all just like, how are you, good luck deciding between those three. Yeah, I mean, I think he has the right one in right now. Marquise Brown, um, Kansas City bad secondary. Lamar Jackson looks really good. But, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. It's going to be hard to pick the one who's going to have the good game. Probably most concerned with John Ross is because A.J. Green will be coming back soon, um, which is just going to reduce. And because Boyd is sick. Yeah, but right now he's the number two, and once you get moved to the number three in the Bengals offense, I don't know how much um, action that, that entails, you know what I mean? He does have Greg DeLay, though. He does it. Well, he got his guy. He got his guy. <laughs> he went out and got his guy. That's true. Got to yeah. respect that. He got his defense. He got his guys at quarterback. So he got his guys at tight end. <laughs> Just the really auxiliary players, he really filled those in well. You know, when you look at the team, he's got a white tight end, very questionable play, white kicker, that's two whites, um, so he's right at that number where you can't go three. I think Vance McDonald, as a white, is going to take a step back without a white quarterback, but you put in another white quarterback with Rudolph, so he kind of evens out the whites. Um, I think Antonio Brown is a big problem. I'm very mad I didn't actually trade Chet. Um, I think it was Antonio Brown and Lenny for James Conner. At one point, I think I should have took that trade. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson was always a injury. Like, looks like he's going to be injured at any point. You, you know how we feel about Cook and Fournette in a tent. Um, Antonio Brown's a rapist. I just see this team either shooting up to second place or going way down towards boxes. So it gets, it's a hit or miss, I think. I think right in the middle of the pack is where he should be right about now. I think I should, like... My best, my best move is that nobody accepts my trades. That would probably yes. make my team like just terrible. I mean, I think the middle of the pack where you are right now is, is a perfect spot, kind of like Faith said. Um, yeah, Vance, Vance just sticks out just because. Again, no big fan. I actually think Brito is huge to have since Kevin got hurt, so now he's. Even though they had three or four guys running last week, I think he's the guy, which is which is big for you because the rest of the bunch, if Damian Williams is hurt, is not startable in a 10-team league, really. So that's big for now until Tevin Coleman comes back. The rest of the lineup's fine, um, but I think those two spots are going to be determined whether you, you move up or down. I honestly feel like if Robbie Anderson was on any other team, he would be a star. Like, that guy has so fast... Like the I opposite agree. of the Bears. So take the Bears and do the opposite and put him on that yeah. team. That he'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean he could be like the Mark Davis Bryant of back in the day with the Steelers. Oh, there's a Derek Henry. I wanted him so good. Alright, ready? Number four. 
Uh, the one that was very close to you, Chad, is Carlson. Is who? Carlson. Oh. I, so, I actually ranked him, even though I beat him, I ranked him above me because I was like, I don't think if I played him ten times, I think I would win three. Like, Zeke and Chris, very, very solid. Chris Carson is good. Zeke, obviously, is good. Lamar Jackson is unbelievable. Robbie Woods, unbelievable. I think this team is, like, fucking really, really good. I don't know what... So, I'm not a big Sony Michelle believer, but he's, like... I guess he, like, catches passes, so, like, that's fine. He's good. But, he had a big game last week, but... It, I don't know. I guess he's he's missing one player, and it's, like, a, se- yeah, a second wide receiver... But other than that, he's, like, stacked. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm not as big a fan of, of Robert Woods as you are. I just think they have three receivers plus Gurley, so that's a lot to spread around. So he'll have his games, but I think it's going to be hard to count on him week in, week out. I almost just think, like, but that team scores so much. Like, I think it's every other week he's going to have a 12, 15-point-plus game. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but it's also possible that he has five like he did last week and Cooper Cup has all the yards. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I just thought the receivers were lacking. I actually like Sony, but I think the Patriots' backfield is so hard to, to rely on. Yeah. They're giving Rexburg has the ball. Frankly, I mean, the team is like, the receivers are just a little bit below where I would want. And then Sony, I like, I would love to have him on my, in my flex, but hard to rely on that backfield. But I agree, his team's really good. All right, number four, or number three is Jeff. Jeff? Yeah, so Jeff is traveling. That's why he's not with us today. I, did, um, I, was, talking, I was talking to Faith about this earlier. If... If Melvin Gordon holds out and gets traded, this team is winning the league. That is going to be because Austin Eckler is staying the main guy in Los Angeles. Wherever Melvin goes, he'll be the main guy and be sick. And then he has three incredible running backs. And then Julio and Odell. If basically if Melvin Gordon gets traded, we're done. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I it's just. When's that going to happen? It has to happen soon. Yeah, he's got to make the playoffs, too. I mean, we got 12 weeks. Yeah, and then if he makes the playoffs, then for sure. Um, but 12 weeks, and yeah, I mean, I think obviously the team's pretty stacked uh, if he's in the lineup, so I agree. I'd like to say uh-huh. something. If we had a little bit better technology here, and if the league wants to donate to us, I would put in the soundbite where Jeff says, yeah, we're not going to miss a single podcast this year. And uh, we'll do a reenactment of JD being Jeff. Um, all right, guys. I'll be, I'll be per check. All right, guys. Welcome to the league. Jeff, you have anything to say? Yeah, we're not going to miss a single podcast this year. Cut. Cut. <laughs> that was Jeff. That was Jeff and per check reenactment. God, we're good at Jeff. So if anybody wants to, you know, give us some money for some technology, we'll take it. We would love a soundboard. Soundboard to really improve this. We promise it won't oh, go yeah. in the bee's pocket. He would gamble it. We'll keep it away from Seeger. One thing to watch out for, um, Marlon Mack might not play. Anymore? And if that's the case, 
Larry Fitz is in the lineup because no one else on the bench is playing. This week? <laughs> yeah, he has a lot What's of that? outs. He has a lot of O's on his bench. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So if Marlon Mack doesn't play, you can't start Justin Hill because yeah, he's not doing shit. So that means Larry Fitz, which honestly, he's having a good season. Um, but yeah, that, that changes the whole outlook if, if you know one of those running backs goes down. Yeah, really, it's anyone because... <laughs> Yeah, he has a backup at a single position. He has four <laughs> players on his bench that are essentially out. Tevin Coleman's going to be out. AJ Green out. Melvin Gordon out. Drew B's out. Really eating up a lot of bench space down there. Yeah, I'm guessing after this podcast, he might get at the waiver wire. Um, actually, I don't know if he would drop any of those guys, so we'll see. But yeah, for now, hopefully, he's got to hope that he doesn't pick up any actual injuries. All right, number two is Rico. The priest himself. The priest so, himself. Um, His team had a really down week, but they're still so good. Like, McCaffrey and Jacobs both had bad games. I think Hopkins had a bad game, too. So, that, I mean, that's never going to happen. Fuck, he has four whites on his team. <laughs> what the shit? He's playing four. Four deep. Four whites. Why can't, how, yeah. how is he good? Um, there goes my theory. I just got bunked. <laughs> so, if... If Cam Newton's injured, is Christian McCaffrey still good? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Because, I mean, maybe less in the running game, but that quarterback will check down to him. I know. It doesn't Every make him better? It's See, exactly right what, like... D.D. Westbrook, 34 yards, uh, flag. Interference, I'll take those points. Shield, start watching. <laughs> I was watching Le'Veon Bell on Monday night because I was playing against him. And once that backup, and then the backup, backup came in, they, they threw it on every other play. And I feel like that's exactly what will happen. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was handoff first down, handoff second down, third down pass, but it was a check down to Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, and I was playing against him, and I had a 14-point lead, and I was getting nervous because he was literally getting the ball every play. Anything else on the team? No. Yeah. All right. Number one's my team. Yeah, I, I think Dak Prescott was your biggest, like, move in history. Huge. Yeah, like, you were good. Like, obviously, Saquon, obviously, Chubb, Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, like, those four great core. And then you added, who would have thought fucking, I thought Dak Prescott was Mitch Trubisky. Like, before Mitch Trubisky was Mitch Trubisky, like, just, like, a fucking 12 points if he runs, maybe 15. Yeah. But he yeah. is good. Like, he's, like, hitting. Yeah, that is huge. So, I think we might have talked about this last week, but they have the new coordinator. So, the new mm-hmm. offense is way more high-powered. Um, and also, he's playing for a contract, which is big. Yeah, oh, he's and I, I forgot Tyreek's not even play, or is out. And he's, I was like, going to mention that, too. If I like, can weather the storm until he gets back. We're gonna be dangerous. And he doesn't have like a hamstring or knee or anything. It's just, it's like just like a medical. It's like a sternum or I don't know, like breathing, oh. collar, oh, whatever it's it is. It's not yeah. like a running thing, so he right. can come back and like be normal. One thing that's concerning is that all these guys that have filled in for him, like um, are good. Watkins, Robinson, Hartman, yeah, they're all sick, and the offense is still sick, um, which makes me like think they're not worried about 
good in the long run, but yeah. they may sit an extra week, you know. You're sitting 2-0. and Pro- like, knock on wood, probably fine for playoffs. So, honestly, however long he sits, I don't think it's really going to matter too much. Yeah, just kind of weather the storm and, and win a few more games and just make it there until he gets back. All right. All right, cool. That was good. That was quick. Anything else? Yeah, I got my new segment. Oh, yeah. Hit me. Okay, so stick with me here. It's going to take a, take a little while to land this plane. <laughs> Uh, so the name of the segment is rates, rate boxes, weekly transactions, which are considered spending money, pickups, trades. Like I'm rating those in the form of Lake Zurich High School teachers. So for week one, he added Raheem Morris on Tuesday for $2, then dropped him on Thursday and spent $1 on someone else. So, I'm going to give an example. Doing that, this reminds me of a lot of taking Miss Gira on a date. You were the first one in your group of friends to get to ask her on the date, so you won't, be, you won't have to break your bank. Let's say you take her to, hmm, we'll say five guys. This way you have some money left over. And you get lucky on taking her on a date because you're the first one to get to her on Tuesday morning when everyone else is sleeping on the waiver or dating. Halfway through the date, let's say two hours in, or in Boxy's term, two days, and you see a new teacher across the street at Taco Bell eating a $1 potato taco. Let's say, hmm, Miss Stanko. So you drop Miss Gira because she was too nerdy and you love spending money at Taco Bell, and then S.H.I.E.L.D. randomly shows up at Five Guys and picks up a date with Miss Gira and picks up Raheem Morris. Wait, can you explain how his pickup went? It went. So Raheem Morris is Miss Gira. He gets to her first. Are you, no, but are wait, you talking about Mostert? Yes. Raheem Most Morset. <laughs> He's really bad with names, I think. Wait, are you... Raheem Mostert is Miss Gira. Yes. So he yeah. gets to Miss Gira first for $2. He gets to take her on to a cheap date. He's not spending a lot of money on Miss Gira. He's not spending $26 on a waiver wire and taking her to, hmm, let's say Stony River. He's taking her to five guys. But halfway through the date, two days, he drops her because he sees a uglier, less impressive teacher at a less nicer restaurant for $1, which is Miss Stanko. Okay, my, I guess mine's like... You, Oh, you're gonna uh, do one too. Chat's gonna do one too. Well, go I, ahead. I don't think mine's a teacher, but mine's like you. You like you're doing really good at a math class, and then you're like, okay, I want to go up to the higher math class. But then you start taking the higher math class, and it's like really hard. So then you're like, fuck, I want to drop back down to the normal math class, and then you go do the normal math class back again. So he dropped Miss Gira because the math class was too hard, and he started dating Miss Stanko because it's easier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That landed. Okay. <laughs> you got one, Raga? You got one? You gonna? Are you gonna? You, you can give us an example. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll have one next week. Okay. Uh, well, if anybody else wants to submit their. If anyone wants to submit their uh, weekly boxy uh, transactions in the form of legs or kites teach or or math classes, <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> or or you go to the trainer because you have a you have a muffed up ankle, and then you 
you you fix your ankle, you you hook up with Professor Scott, but you mean club club you hook up with club, but then realize he's a teacher, so then you don't go back to the I can't land this plane. So Again. the Gabby Lures hooks up with Lancey because I'm the dollar next door. Got it. Oh, wait, in that case, club's two dollar and I'm a one dollar. Yeah. Flip flop that. <laughs> All right, it's a work in progress. <laughs> we're we're going to land this plane. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep working on that one. <laughs> well, that's, that's all we got. Yeah, no, I think we ended on that. That was strong. Yeah, that one worked. I yeah, think that one I, th- I think people are going to have a good reaction to that. They're going to understand everything we were talking about. Because so S.H.I.E.L.D. picked up Raheem Morris. So S.H.I.E.L.D. picked up Miss Gira, who was at Five Guys, lonely, <laughs> for the, to end the date. Because B picked up Raheem Morris, dropped him, and then Shield picked him up right after. So he went on a date with Miss Gear, dropped a date with Miss Gear, I wanted to hang out with Miss Danko. Shield came in and got. So B's with Miss Danko, <laughs> Shield was with Miss Gear, and Shield only spent a dollar, so he ate the rest of B's food. You know who's going to be really. Ca- Carlson is going to be so confused <laughs> by this one. Yeah, I mean, I think that was a hit. I think that was going to win. I told you um, I'm sweating. I gotta go shower. Week, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming over next week. Kind of stuff, you know, the phone, so. Yeah, we'll have we'll have one ready then. Yeah, so get your teacher uh, comparisons ready and your recap ready, and I'll be over next week. All right, sir. All right. Good luck, everyone. See you next week. Adios. <laughs>